Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. What's a girl to do to repurpose her skills and passions to build her future instead of someone else's so she can spend more time with those she loves? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first, I want to invite you to check out our new Be Well Club. If you've ever found wellness to be complicated with all the advice out there or all that's on your plate, you'll want to join us. We are working together on wellness in every area of our life and making it simple. Join me for a free Be Well webinar where I'll be sharing six daily habits, plus the one key to finally making it stick. You can RSVP for the link at lissafiggins.com forward slash be well, or just click the link in the show notes. And did you hear the news? The best part of the conversation is now happening after the episode in my new Facebook group community called Women Repurposed After 40. You can find the link in the show notes to join us for all the fun and extra goodies. And if you enjoy this podcast and think it would add value for someone else, it would mean the world to me if you leave a review at podchaser.com. I'll drop that link in the show notes too. Or you can just leave it here on your favorite podcast platform. Before we get into our conversation today, I want to pause and give a huge shout out to all the reviews that came in in the month of May. Thanks so much for your support. It helps us to share this message with more women like you and your name goes in our monthly drawing. So before we get to who won the drawing, you may be asking, what's a girl to do if she wants to get her name in the drawing? I'm so glad you asked. There are two simple ways. One, leave a review on podchaser.com or two, screenshot an episode, post on social and tag me at Lissa Figgins. Our winner this month is going to get one of my favorite all-time night products. It's called Counter Spot Essence. This is one of my essential products because it targets the look of both wrinkles and dark spots at once to leave my skin healthy, radiant, and even looking. And most of all, I love that it uses botanicals instead of chemicals to get those results. So this month, our winner is Lucky Lady 412. Lucky Lady, you are a lucky lady. And thanks so much again for leaving a review. Be sure to send me an email to lissa at lissafiggins.com and say, I'm the winner and I'll get your prize out to you. And for the rest of you, don't forget to leave a review on podchaser.com or screenshot an episode and tag me. Now let's rethink your future. Do 
Today, I'm super excited to introduce you to my friend, Dr. Jamie Wilkie. She is a pharmacist who absolutely loves what she does, and it's her desire to bring passion and happiness to people that are in the profession. But what I find really interesting about her story is that as a mom of four boys who loves to travel, she just got to a point where she found that uh, punching the clock for someone else was not working well with her desire to always be out exploring. And so she kind of abruptly went from retail to entrepreneurship, but in doing so has really found her true calling. And that is to help other pharmacists to uh, develop their own consulting businesses. And so I love that she's turning that around. And what I really, really love is just her heart because she believes that, um, Great things are in store for women who are willing to push the boundaries, to think big, and to use to their full extent the education and the experiences that they've had in their past as well. So, Jamie, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Tell us a little bit about you uh, and why you wanted to be a pharmacist and then kind of catch us up to speed on um, you know, what you're doing in that profession now. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's so fun to be on here with an amazing group of women who are living their best life and in the process of doing as much as they can with the short time that we all have on earth. And so I'm happy to share my story. I have been a pharmacist for 11 years now, and my profession has served me really well working in the community in traditional community pharmacy for all these years, as I've had four children. And because I worked part-time and so I was really able to focus on them while they were babies and toddlers and have that special time that I'll never get back. And so working part-time in healthcare was really good for me. And the, the reason I picked pharmacy is kind of silly, but it's because my dad was a hospital administrator growing up and still is. And he said, he's the CFO. And he said, Jamie, I sign, I sign the pharmacist paychecks every month and you should be a pharmacist. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's a great person to yeah, have watching out for you. Yeah. So I said, okay, I get a doctorate degree and I get a really good income that's going to be flexible with my family. Heck yes. Sign me up. And so the profession served me really well for all these years as my family was young, but ultimately I felt frustrated that I was in such a a small space that I feel like I didn't have room to grow and that there wasn't my, my potential was being tapped out. It served my needs while I was there. And I'm grateful for the opportunity I had for all those years, but I felt the urge to grow and knew that I couldn't do it in that setting. And so it was scary and exciting and thrilling and daunting to think of completely repurposing my life and doing something absolutely different that I'd never done before. I'd never seen any of my peers do before. And so I kind of jumped off the deep end and created something from nothing. And it's been incredibly hard, but also incredibly rewarding. And now it's my goal to cheer other pharmacists and women on, especially in this profession, that we have this great knowledge and so many skills that we think are stuck and we can only go so far with, but we can actually help so much more than we think. We just have to think outside the box and be willing to get uncomfortable along the way. Wow. I love your story because you are living out exactly what we talk about on this podcast. 
you know, and I truly believe we all have been given, whether it's education, you know, like you went to school for pharmacy, that experience that you had, just even just how you felt like that was something that you were good at and, you know, fit well with your family. But, uh, and so we do that, but I think we get to this point in life for me, it was turning 40 for some people. It happens well before 40 or for some people it happens well after 40, really 40 is just an arbitrary number that I picked. So if you're listening and you're not 40 yet, or you're way past 40, no worries. Um, but I think there becomes this like, almost like this milestone moment, right? For me, it was that 40th birthday when I woke up and just went, oh my goodness, where did time go? How did I get here? Where am I going? And for me, I had been a stay-at-home mom. So it was really the question of what am I going to do now that my kids are growing up? You know, now I get to grow up. Uh, And so you hit that place, right? So let's go back and talk about that. You know, I had been working for you for many years. You were making it work. You know, it was a good thing. But then you got to that place where, you just, you know, knew that it, it wasn't. And so like for you, um, how long did that period last, right? What were some of those things you started noticing or feeling and what did you do? Like, did you pay attention to that right away? Did you kind of just, you know, like shove them back in the corner? Like, let's talk about like what that, that part looked like before you got to the jumping off part. Oh yeah. So I, I felt like I was getting burned out at my job and I knew I was getting burned out because people would ask me to do normal things. And it felt like an egregious thing that they were asking me. It felt like such a pain when really like that's a normal course of my job. So I knew I was burnt out when I just didn't even want to do regular, regular work functions anymore. And especially COVID um, was a big game changer for me and my family because my husband is a CPA and he was able to stay home and be home with our kids who are also suddenly home from school. And now I have all these. I have a three, five, seven, and nine-year-old. So all these kids that have a lot of energy and a lot of needs are suddenly home. He's home with them. And I'm still clocking into the front lines being there. And it felt really frustrating to feel like there's nothing I could do in my profession that didn't require me to physically be there and to not have that flexibility. And like you're saying, I love to travel and I like to take time off and like enjoy my life as much as possible. And so the schedule for years was kind of frustrating to me, but really having to leave my family, work a lot of extra time to be there on the front lines during this pandemic made me feel like, okay, something's got to change. I've been feeling like a caged bird for a while and this is it. I've got to, I've got to take a chance. Yeah. And I I think you had something really interesting feeling like there was just no space for you to grow. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? And so I think, Sometimes I remember feeling that way too, that I decided not to go back full-time into a classroom. So I was doing what I thought was me controlling it by subbing and tutoring and doing some of these other things where I controlled my schedule. I would hide from my phone in the morning because I didn't want to have to give up my day, but that's a whole nother story. But I did, I felt like a caged animal. I mean, I, I yes, when I was there, I loved the time with the kids. I loved, you know, just what I was doing when I was there, but the whole idea of it felt like I couldn't wait to break out and get out and do something bigger and real. And, you know, that was kind of, was in, was in my thought. So, so when you were thinking about, you know, just feeling like there wasn't space for you to grow, did you have any idea of what that looked like or what bigger meant for you? Or was it just kind of that sense of this, just, there's a lid here and I need to find something that doesn't give me a lid. Yeah. It just felt like the world was open suddenly now. And so it took probably four months of just 
soul searching and figure out what I wanted to do. Am I using this really specific education that I've been given and still going forward with that or just do something completely different? Mm-hmm. And it was kind of overwhelming when you have every possibility. It's easier to pick from three. But yes. so it's important to take the time and the space to figure out who you are, what you want and what will get you to where you want. Mm-hmm. Um using using the combination of your talents, your skills, what the world needs to like your ikigai to bring it all together and um, go forward boldly rather than just the first option that gets you out. Um, Yes, because that might not be any better, right? It may be, like you said, an out, it may not be a solution. Exactly. So yeah, and I think you, you know, what you've said, be aware, pay attention to how you're feeling, right? Where you are and, and notice that. Um, and then, you know, for you, it was, uh, you know, life circumstances changing, which I think for a lot of people in this past year, they that this has been the pivot point. If this has been the catalyst for, you know, maybe there's been something stirring in their minds and their hearts for a little while. They just hadn't, you know, hadn't taken action on it yet. You know, so sometimes it can be something like that. Sometimes it can just be something inside of us or something right inside of our own family, not the whole world. Right. And just makes us go, okay, enough is enough. And now I'm just ready to go. So you paid attention. You said, okay, I'm, you know, I've done some time in, you know, kind of soul searching and thinking, did you seek out other people? I know you said you didn't feel like you really had colleagues or people around you that had done this before. Were there any people that you found or that were helpful to like listen to or learn from as you were going through the process, even if they weren't doing it? Yeah. That's what we live in 2021. There's nothing but resources out there to help. And so I, it was kind of ridiculous, but I just like submerged myself in entrepreneurial pharmacy. I was listening to podcasts nonstop, reading every book I could get, getting on LinkedIn and connecting with all the pharmacists who are doing amazing things and not only connecting with them, but like asking them questions, getting on calls with them, like picking their mm-hmm. brain. And I, I was to the point where like, I didn't even know what was happening in the greater world. Like the news was going, I didn't know what was going on because I was just uh-huh. so focused on like consuming this information to help me find it. And there's so much, so much out there between books and podcasts and websites and coaching. And like, so if you're serious about it, the resources are there and they've never been easier to access. So for sure. Like this couldn't be any easier, you know? And I like to say, I think too, back to, you know, eight years ago when I was feeling that stirring, I, I didn't really realize there were those resources out there, right? But once you start looking, once you start asking, it's amazing how all of a sudden now it's all around you, right? Uh-huh. So if somebody's listening right now and they're thinking, okay, yeah, I'm in a space in life right now that I, maybe I don't absolutely love. Maybe they're working full-time. Maybe they're home with kids and they just don't want to go back. Uh, or maybe they're just, you know, not quite sure what that next chapter, you know, looks like for them. What are maybe just you know, a couple of just practical either tools or tips or lessons that you learned in that jumping off experience that may just help encourage somebody who's also kind of, you know, somewhere along that timeline? Yeah, first is just to figure out what you do love and like mm-hmm. actually what you like in life. I ask a lot of, especially pharmacists, because that's kind of who I talk to. I say, like, what would you do if you could do anything? And people mm-hmm. truly don't know what they would love to do and like what they even mm-hmm. like and what their skills are and what their passions are. So even if what you love doesn't translate like, into what you're putting your future into, like just, just finding out who you are, what you like, what makes you sing, and then you can narrow down and move forward rather than approaching it from like a business goal and like, oh, this will get me X amount of dollars or 
a strategy that's kind of outside of who you are. You've got to know who you are, what you like, and what what makes you tick before I think you can confidently move forward and make that um, that work for you. Yeah, because I think so often we're either so focused on our career or we're so focused on serving all of our, everybody in our family and our community that you're right. We don't actually stop and ask, what do I like? <laughs> what fuels me? You know, like the kids will ask me, what movie do you want to watch mom? I'm like, I don't know. When's the last time I got to pick a movie? I don't even know what kind of movie I like, you know? And so when we get to that place then and saying, I don't know what, what, what does energize me? What would I love to do for the next 15, 20, 25 years? You know, I think those are great questions um, to ask before, before moving forward. So, okay. So we get clear on that. And then what would be that next step? Once you're kind of like, okay, this is what, you know, this is what I'm, I'm looking for in life. Then what would be that next step? Then talk to people who are doing it or in that space and get their feedback and then just start taking action to do it. Stop thinking and start taking action. You can think forever and feel stressed and find a million reasons why it won't work. And maybe it won't. Yeah. I started a couple of things that fizzled and I found out weren't for me once I started, but you've got to take action. Hmm. I love that you said that. And I love that you were um, vulnerable enough to share that some of the things you did didn't work because I think sometimes we think we have to figure, we have to have it all figured out, right? I've got to know exactly what, you know, the next five years looks like before I take the next step. And really what you're saying is no, you don't have to, you know, you can take, look at what's in front of you, right. And keep taking those steps in that direction. And at any point, you know, if, there, if you need to change direction a little bit or make some adjustments, you know, it's always doable. And worst case scenario, if you have to go back to what you were doing before, I mean, you know, at least, you know, you can do it and you can, you know, and you can, you know, make a living, you know, doing it if you have to, but you'll never know what's on the other side, right. Until you actually step out and do that. So, so how does it feel now? Right. So now you're on the other side. I mean, you're still growing and going. So I know it's not like a place that you've arrived, but like, before you were frustrated, you were feeling caged, you were feeling just like, ah, you know, this isn't working for me. How, how would you describe how you're feeling now? Oh, so good. And so empowered because you can either do something or complain about it and complaining does nothing. And so before, if, if I had suddenly lost my job when I wasn't expecting it, I would feel like, oh my gosh, that just got swept out from under me. There's nothing else I can do. And I would just spend my whole time scrolling on indeed.com looking for that position that I just filled so I could replace myself there. And mm-hmm. I would just feel stuck in where I was. But now, even if tomorrow I woke up and everything I created was gone, I'll build something else. I know that the the future, there's so many unlimited possibilities, especially with the internet and social media and connecting with the people in the world who are looking for you. There's never been a better time to start something, create something that you love because there's so many resources that are out there to help you. Right. And why not? Right. Why, why not? Because that usually they say that the, our greatest things are right on the other side of just that little fear that we have. So mm-hmm. once we push past that, then we get to discover all of that. Well, I love your story and I love that, you know, that you're growing and you're inspiring others. And I think that's the coolest thing. And I, I keep hearing this theme coming up as women repurpose themselves it's not usually just, okay, so I can hide in my cave and do my own thing and everybody leave me alone. <laughs> like, just like you, it's, it's okay. I want to help other women like me who are also feeling frustrated, who are also feeling caged, who are also feeling unfulfilled. And I want to help them create a life that they love. I mean, that's what my mission is. And just say, how can we 
kind of think about what it is that you want and, and move forward. So if someone's listening today and either they are in that place where they're super inspired or they're thinking of a friend or maybe they're a pharmacist or maybe they just, you know, are like, wow, I love what this girl's doing. How can people find you uh, if they're wanting to get in touch and just to, you know, kind of see what you're up to and maybe how to connect with some of the resources that you're, that you're sharing now? Awesome. On LinkedIn. LinkedIn is where I'm at. Dr. Jamie Wilkie, you can find me there. And I, if you have any questions or comments, I love talking with people and I'm more than happy to connect and chat because I've gained so much benefit from other people sharing their time with me that you've got to pass it forward. So even if you're not a pharmacist, let's connect. I would love to talk and I'm on LinkedIn. Right. Oh, I love that. LinkedIn is such a great place just to meet people who are doing and big things are thinking outside the box. And sometimes you never know what's going to come from a conversation. It could just be an idea that someone sparks in your head. It could be an introduction that they make. It could be the two of you were you know, meant to actually collaborate and do something together. But uh, having those conversations is so key. So yes, for sure, go and connect with, with Jamie there. That's where she and I met and have so appreciated connecting with you, Jamie. And you know, for me, I was not looking for an online business. I was just looking for a way not to go back into teaching. That's my story. And so I, I'm just thankful that I actually took a look when my when my friend you know shared an opportunity with me. And so I'm going to put the link in the notes to an online business guide. You know, because something like that can be that bridge to get you from where you are to where you want to be and, you know, kind of give you something that's going to help bridge that, that gap there. So if you're at all curious about, you know, where do I start? What do I look for? I'll put that down in the comments and, you know, I encourage you to go check it out or share it with a friend, somebody who's feeling like Jamie and I both have and doesn't want to stay there. So thank you, Jamie, so much for sharing today. I love, you know, just who you are and what you're doing. I know your family is getting a better you as well uh, as a part of this whole process. And a lot of people are watching and uh, going to do some big things because of what they're seeing you do. So thanks for sharing your story with us today. One last thing that you would leave with somebody who's wanting to make that jump and just not quite sure. Oh, just take action. Stop thinking and just do something. Even one little thing to move you in the right direction every day. One thing um, helps you feel a lot better and like you're in control. I love that. One thing. So what's your one thing going to be today? Just take that action on one thing and then do it again tomorrow and the next day and see where it takes you. And keep us keep us up, up to date. Let us know what's going on with you and, uh, and look forward to talking again soon. So thank you, Jamie. And thank you everyone for joining us today. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. And I can't wait for you to join in the conversations afterwards in our new Facebook group, Women Repurposed After 40, where you can hang out with me, our fantastic podcast guests, and amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. Just click the link in the show notes while it's top of mind. And if you enjoyed this episode or think it would be helpful for other women in this stage of life, please leave a review at podchaser.com or right here on this platform. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lissa Figgins on any platform. And until next time, remember, keep rethinking your priorities to create a life you love.